It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Reheated on SID 90.7. Afternoon, so on brand. At the end of our first season, we've already got such great technical difficulties. We, you know it's going to come off to a fire and start. Welcome to the show, the last show of season one. You're here with Brent, Josh, Bonnie and Eli, plus a special guest we'll introduce a little bit later on. But uh, tell us about the show today, Joshy boy. What have we got? Well, we've got Australia's... Uh, he's the suppository of all wisdom. It's Josh Smith coming back on the show to dish out some science, some knowledge. That's going to be great. We've got traffic, weather. I believe Bonnie's got a bulletin for us, have you? Yes. Got a bulletin in store. Yeah. And a special guest, memory expert Tarsal Ali, will be joining us in studio. So stick around, you're in the all day breakfast. But first, we've got Tennyson with Pancake Feet. Half a day is gone, and the best is still to come on the all day breakfast, Sid 90.7. Back. You're on the all-day breakfast. It's Australia's latest breakfast show, and we're very excited for our season finale. Bonnie, today we are doing it in a dress, aren't we? How good. We're all in the dresses, That's all in the school dresses. It's for one girl. Of course, Mergen Kergel, their CEO, challenged us last week to, to broadcast in our dresses in support of girls' education in Africa, and, you know, it's, it feels good. It's very comfortable. It's very refreshing mm. in this in this weather, yes. don't you think? How does it feel, boys? Very free down there? No pockets, though, but <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad at all, but I believe we've got a weather report. Should we do the bulletin first? Oh, yes, yeah, so let's do the bulletin first. That's what I mean. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm Bonnie Barkmeyer for the All Day Breakfast Bulletin. Australia's largest cities need to prepare for unprecedented extreme heat events with temperatures potentially reaching 50 degrees in just a few decades. A new study led by the Australian National University has warned that Sydney and Melbourne will need to be prepared to deal with crippling levels of heat by the end of the century as global temperatures continue to rise. According to the experts of global warming, the outlook is much worse than originally predicted, which is pretty bad considering they initially anticipated it would destroy the planet. (laughs) (laughs) A man is recovering in hospital after surviving a fight with a seven metre long python in Indonesia. Robert Nababan was driving home from work on his moped when he encountered the reptile and had to fight for his life as it ripped into his arms. Onlookers said the scene was frightening to witness, but the man did try to reason with the snake. In retaliation, the snake threw a hissy fit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hang on, how we've we got, need Brent. We've just got to do this one. Where's Brenny boy oh, no. when you need him? <laughs> exactly. Former Australian Idol winner Kate DeRouge has declared she is sorry after appearing in court for allegedly possessing the drug ice and carrying a knife out and a tomahawk in her hometown of Bendigo. The 31-year-old reporter... Uh, sorry, the 31-year-old told reporters outside the Bendigo Magistrates Court this morning, of course I am sorry. Locals are not very fussed by the ordeal, however, with one man reportedly saying, that's just a usual Saturday night for the people of Bendigo. <laughs> and I'm allowed to say that because I'm from Bendigo. Hey, a little disclaimer in there. <laughs> to sports news now, and there has been a weird lull between the end of the footy season and the start of the cricket, which has resulted in some deeply personal conversations being had at the pub. <laughs> Reports have shown the brief quiet period between the conclusion of both the AFL and NRL football and the beginning of the summer cricket has sparked some sports fans to participate in serious, deep and meaningful conversations about life and adulthood. Hmm. And that's all for news and sport. You're listening to the All Day Breakfast. <laughs> Fantastic. So whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. 
a good relaxing background music to play while having a deep and meaningful conversation in the pub. I always find with, with blokes and deep and meaningful conversations, it's always good to look in the same direction because if you make eye contact, it's just not going to work. Too far. Way too far. <laughs> so, uh, time for the whether or not you should go outside report. And a high-pressure system swept over the MCG at the weekend as Richmond hustled and harried their way to an emphatic grand final triumph. The early signs were nervous for the yellow and black faithful, but by the end of the first quarter, it was clear the Tigers were coming out of their cage and doing just fine. <laughs> 19-year-old Jack Graham proved an unlikely hero, chipping in with three goals in only his fifth senior game. So far in his career, he's won more premierships than he has lost games. One could argue that he's not truly a Tiger because he does not yet know the suffering. Although perhaps <laughs> looking like a 35-year-old investment banker in your teens is punishment enough. <laughs> in the hours following the Tigers' triumph, the streets of Western Sydney were flooded with Brett Delidio's bitter, salty tears. Former teammate Jack Rewalt's attempts to console him fell flat, however. Apparently, it's not as easy as looking on Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I apologise for all the things that I have punned. <laughs> the floodwaters have only become saltier in the ensuing days after longtime Western Sydney Wanderers coach Tony Popovich abruptly left the club for a new job at Turkish outfit Kardemir Karabukspor. Is that right? Yeah. Thumbs up from Tansal Ali there. It seems that he has planned his career trajectory in order to sample the world's greatest kebabs. And who can really blame him? But other than that, it is great weather for going outside in a dress, doing all of today's activities in a dress. So, you know, go out and do it, guys. Get around it. It's the All Day Breakfast Traffic Report on Sin 90.7. Dorsh. Every time. Now, (laughs) carnage at breakfast this morning as a student in Bundura West went to sprinkle a touch of cinnamon on their oats but discovered it was garam masala mid-pour. The affected oats eater pushed on despite the setback because payday is nine days away and they have to ration all of the portions in order to maximise the scant amount of food in their cupboard. (laughs) Chaos at an East Craigieburn share house today as a stray hair was found on the rim of a toilet bowl. Soon after the hair was discovered, a damning passive-aggressive note was printed and posted on the housemate's fridge and Facebook group saying, It's a small house. We know who you are. The toilet (laughs) is back in working order after the offender after the offending hair dropper is yet to be prosecuted by the House Tribal Council. Now, it is time to check outside with our man on the ground, Brent Watkinson. Brent Watkinson, how's outside? Hey, boys and gals and special guests. Uh, I'm out here on the corner of Latrobe and Swanson Street rolling it out in a dress. I feel like it's very airy, very new feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm out here with two lovely new people. I'm here with Bo and Jenna. Guys, how are we? Yeah, really good, man. Good. Great, great to hear. Uh, now, as you know, there's uh, all sorts of crazy things going on in the world, but I really need to know what exactly is the perfect amount of time to leave Nutrigrain uh, in the bowl with milk before it's edible? Uh, zero seconds, you don't have it with milk. Zero seconds, that's a very controversial answer. Uh, On to some lighter news. Uh, again, with the uh, rising tensions around the world with all the conflicts, how do you think the best way to create world peace would be? I would probably say world peace would be easier if there was aliens, because then we could at least go, we're all human, they're aliens, we need to side with us. This is a better philosophical answer than I could have expected. Gemma, what's your thoughts on the matter? Um, puppy. <laughs> well, John Connor, you heard it here first, guys. This is Brendan on the field with Bowen and Gemma. We'll see you back in the studio in just a moment. That we will. And that wraps up traffic for today. 
on the All Day Breakfast in 90.7. What do, what do we got coming up next? Oh, we've got old favourite Cosmo Jarvis with At Dave's House. What happens in Dave's house stays in Dave's house. What happens in Dave's house stays with me. We're putting the kettle on with the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. was Cosmo Jarvis at Dave's house. You're on Sin 90.7 on the All Day Breakfast. And we've got a very special guest with us today, Tanzil Ali. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks for having me. That's good. All right. So you are a memory expert. Tell us, how did you get into memory? Um, let me see. I think I forgot. No, <laughs> Someone, had to, Someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. Waiting all week just for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, look, it's, I actually was a sceptic, so it's something I never believed. And uh, a friend of mine who was playing in a band at the time, uh, he said, look, I can memorise 40 random objects back to front any order. I said, no, you can't. You're a, you're a bloody bogan. Um, you know, <laughs> how, how can you do that? Uh, anyway, he said, oh, you know, I'll show you now. So I tested him out, and, and he got everything correct. And I thought, wow, this is unbelievable. Did you write something down or is there something up your sleeve or in your guitar or whatever? He goes, no, no, it's just a few techniques. You know, I got it from a book. I'm like, great. You know, what's the book's name? And he couldn't remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, I did a bit of Googling and searching around and came across uh, memory techniques and um, really took it from there. I didn't realize how easy it was to apply and um, started using them. And lo and behold, um, you know, I'm learning and teaching memory techniques. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. That's like something very cool. Uh, just to just to bounce off, you said the guy I forgot the name of the book, but remembered the forty random objects. Does that mean there's a difference in this sort of memory athleticism uh, compared to say remembering to grab your keys on the way of the house? Or yeah, it, it's all applied techniques. So if you don't use the techniques, uh, you could forget anything. So you can try and remember forty random objects, but if you haven't remembered a book's name or if you haven't even thought about it, you'll forget it naturally. So for students out there, if they want to use these techniques, they have to look at okay, what techniques do I have to know uh, so I can apply it? Whereas if you don't have techniques, um, you just, you'll just you forget naturally. So it's all based on different application. As the placebo crowd out there, I can definitely confirm you will forget things without techniques. I didn't even know today was the day for the show. <laughs> so t- tell us, is there a, are there memory training camps? Do you have exercises that you do to sort of flex this you know, mental muscle? Yeah, it's it's funny because when we're taught how to remember and learn stuff at school, it's generally just repetition, right? Rote learning. You read something over and over again, or you know, trying to remember it that way. But really, that's that's not the best way. So what we have to do, we have to visualize and we have to create stories to be able to make strong connections. So the best way to train your memory and train your brain is to actually get into something that's highly visual. Uh, and you know, make stories up and stuff like that. So if you're reading, uh, see if you can really visualize what you're reading. You know, paint the picture, so to speak. Because as I say, picture means a thousand words. So if you can do that for a whole bunch of words that seemingly don't make sense, now you've got better image of what you're reading, and hence you're improving your comprehension. So anything to do with uh, training your visual capability is the best way to train your memory. Right. So let's not let's not curtail audio memory, uh, being that we are on the radio. Visual isn't everything, uh, but no, that sounds great. That's a good way to do it. Would you? I know you've written books about this. Would you say that doing this on an audio book then would be redundant? 
Well, with audio, right, the, the trick is to make it visual. So what you guys do, you know, have the puns, the jokes, all of that, that makes things visual for people. If you were to just read off a piece of paper word by word, or boring, monotonous, sort of like death by PowerPoint, that really wouldn't engage people. So, you know, if you want to engage people on uh, audio, I guess, you've got to make it so that people can visualize your, visualize your stuff. Uh, and that's that's the best way to actually engage people. So, you know, what you guys are doing is a total visual medium um, because you're choosing to make it that way. You've heard that, Channel 10. Bloody put us on. Uh, thank you very much. Tess, I just want to ask, are you on a crusade against the education system to teach us better? Not really, no. Um, okay, then. No, look, the reason behind that is I, I always say, look, the onus is on us as each individual to learn uh, these skills. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, our lecturers, our tutors, our teachers can teach us total crap, right? But, you know, in essence, we can't blame them. It's about, okay, well, I've got this information in front of me. What can I do with it? Because at the end of the day, you're the one doing the learning. Uh, we shouldn't put, you know, the blame on people or the system we should put the blame on ourselves you know what are we doing you know is technology surpassing us all of a sudden you know it's up to us to be able to use these techniques to better ourselves and not just be able to remember better but but things like help each other out and build stronger connections and relationships um uh, you know instead of just you know being antisocial and you know complaining about people on their phones all the time well why don't you go and meet people instead you know so that's what memory is about. It's about connection. So as soon as you start realizing what connects, then you can start taking responsibility uh, for these techniques for yourself. Is there a uh, is there a special technique? Because one of my major flaws in life is forgetting people's names. Like almost as soon as they meet, like they're like, "Hi, I'm blah blah," and I'm like, "You may as well have not told me. It's no use." Uh, is there is there one quick tip you can give us right now to help us with that situation? Yeah, no, good question, Craig. Uh, uh, so sorry, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Craig, hey, leave actually, the jokes to me. <laughs> Craig's actually my cat's name. So, um, but what, what you <laughs> again? What, you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to visualize something. Like so, as soon as you said Brent when you walked in, right? Your name. I thought, well, this guy's a bit bent. <laughs> hey, don't, it's, bent. It's, it's not in a bad way. Like, I just visualize you bent. Right? Um, so, uh, the you know, posture is not great. I'll give you that, but. <laughs> You got to work on a posture, buddy. Uh, Bonnie, I thought of Bonnie and Clyde, so you know maybe up to no good. I, I don't know, but I thought of that. And Josh, um, just picture Josh. You know, Josh. <laughs> he's just just a regular Josh now. Uh, yeah, he's no, just Josh. Just, you yeah, just play Josh as posh or something. So you, you can rhyme with the name as well. Like my name, Tansel. You know, people either forget it or they really remember. It. They go tinsel, tonsil, or yellow. Hey, you tinsel. You know, so there's a lot made up. So if you can go back to your inner, you know, childhood, you know, when you're out there getting teased or teasing kids, that's probably the best way to do it. Just, just not in front of their face, obviously. <laughs> just so link it, link it up. I mean, a mean word association. Yeah, yeah. I, I always knew cruel nicknames would stick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you never thought they'd be helpful. <laughs> I haven't heard posh Josh needs a wash in a while, but I'm sure that's what's going on in the back of your mind right now. Uh, oh, sitting look, across yeah. the studio, I can agree with that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So you've written books on the whole subject. How many now? Uh, two, and I'll be working on a third one soon. What's uh, Can you give us a bit of a sneaky download on it? 
Oh, look, you, you'll be the first to know, so we'll, we'll just keep it amongst ourselves. But um, right, no one's listening. No <laughs> one's listening. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's not true. We love our listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, look, it, it's actually a, a weight loss book, believe it or not. No way. Um, yeah, because a lot of people are thinking, okay, wait, I have to eat properly, I have to yeah, exercise, all that. But they forget about the one powerful thing, which is our mind, right? How do I you know, make better choices or how do I train my mind so I can go and take the right action? So, yeah, a topic around that. Right, memory mm. and weight loss. What a man. So how long are we going to have to wait for this one? Um, don't know. How <laughs> <laughs> long it takes me to write. So I was just trying to make a pun. I don't really. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we could just find it. Um, so <laughs> How long do we have to wait? Oh, I see what it is. Uh, you can't even follow. I'm operating on a higher plane here. <laughs> There's a pretty fat chance you'll remember that, mate. <laughs> So I think we've got to throw to a song. But <laughs> afterwards, uh, we're going to come back and ask Tansel all about the Australian Memory Championships and ask him the big question. You're listening to the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. You're back on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. And we're with memory expert Tansel Ali, our special guest in studio. And was that your requested song, Tansel? Jamiroquai with Pictures of Our Life? No, it was actually Arch Enemy, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, did, I did choose uh, yeah, that song. Oh, it's community radio. We're doing our very best here. <laughs> <laughs> would, be a heavily, would it be a heavily censored version? I'm not sure what Arch Enemy's language or content requirements are like. Uh, you won't be able to understand from the screaming and yelling. But, oh, um, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, she, she's a great singer, though. <laughs> so you're a big metalhead then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to play in a metal band, so it was you know, good fun back in the day. Back in the day? How long were we talking? Um, gee, I was 18, so yeah, about 22 years ago now. So, so how long <laughs> was math. your hair back then? Sorry? How long was your hair back then? Could you um, headbang uh, with the best of them? The same. <laughs> <laughs> it was short. It's not a prerequisite then? No, I used to, look, I used to get dressed up for it, actually. Um, yeah, my band members would be in all singlets and shorts, and I'll be in a suit and tie. Uh, <laughs> Did and you play bass? Sort of, no, no. <laughs> No, not, no, I did have the bass look, but no, I used to get dressed up for it because I thought, you know, it's, it's nice to get dressed. <laughs> uh, speaking as a man in a dress, it is nice to get dressed. Yes, we are doing it for one girl today here in the studio. We're all wearing our school dresses in support of Girls Education in Africa, and you can go online and donate to one girl. Um, just Google it. It's fine. <laughs> the thing is, I, when people give out radio, like oh, like web addresses on radio, no one's like listening back and then typing it in exactly. Everyone just Googles it, right? So it's one girl, and it's a great organisation, and you should definitely support it. So, Tansel, the World Memory... Sorry, the Australian Memory Championships are coming up in November. So, uh, and I believe you're involved in organising that? Yeah, well... Um, uh I, I guess made the decision to organize it this year because we've got some amazing people out there um, that sort of get unnoticed with all the work that they do and not necessarily memory competitors, but ambassadors for learning, ambassadors for you know personal development. And I thought it would be great to get these people in one room, not just for a competition, but also um, just sort of um, get them talking about their skills and sharing their knowledge with the rest of the people. And before the competition, I've actually organized a conference uh, about 100 people um, for the night before and we're sharing knowledge about the brain you know the the heart brain also the gut brain as well which I just recently found out we had so there, there's so many cool things going around that I've got no idea about and I thought well it would be great to just 
organize stuff so you know people can get the knowledge and I can get the knowledge as well. Sounds like an unforgettable experience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had, yeah, look, deep, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> deep I'm down, out. deep deep down, I always knew I had a gut brain, but I'm glad the research has come to back that up. Um, <laughs> you know, in my gut. So, uh, <laughs> so, so what kind of what, what do people compete at at the Australian Memory Championships? What are the events like? Yeah, well, there's see? 10 events, uh, and these events are things like, you know, memorise as many shuffle decks of rain playing cards as you can in 10 minutes. Uh, names and faces, remember as many names and faces as you can. It's all on a sheet of paper. Um, so you're not so actually going out and meeting people or anything. Um, there's, like, spoken numbers. There's binary digits, zeros and ones, and, you know, whoever memorises the most wins. That's... So you're actually a four-time Australian Memory Champion. But what's your proudest moment as a memory athlete? Um, very good question. Actually, I've never had that question. That's that's a good one. Um, <laughs> we, hit, we hit him hard here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it, it's it's really tough. I think winning that first memory championships, because I tried for six years and I just kept failing miserably, uh, but I just kept persisting. And uh, in the end, I actually got it. So that was probably, you know, the, the best thing. Um, and then after that, it was just like, well, I've already won it, so I might as well just do it for fun. I ended up winning it three more times. So, <laughs> so, so because there was no stress, I guess, uh, yeah. you just somehow do better. The Lance Armstrong of remembering. <laughs> Did you He's use not... any performance-enhancing memory techniques? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very diplomatic answer, sir. <laughs> well done. Uh, speaking of hitting them hard, uh, there is a hard thing we do have to hit you with. That could have been misconstrued. Uh, what I mean is... <laughs> It is time for the big question. Tell us how big it is, Bonnie. It's so big. It's probably the biggest thing you'll ever be asked. <laughs> I, I had something for this, damn it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so big um, that it just exceeds the scales. Um, you can't fit it in the studio. You can't fit it in this building. It's so big, it still has snow on it in the summertime. It is <laughs> the big question. Tansel Ali, tell me, sir, what do you eat for breakfast? Oh, look, I've been toying with this idea. It's just, I'm sweating here. I might actually run out of the studio. <laughs> he is know, actually is sweating really, in this I'm idea. I've seen him chewing his nails. I saw TV the other day. The, you know, they were interviewing a soccer player, and he, he just had a panic attack and walked away. And I, I was thinking, was it the breakfast question? But <laughs> could, could very nearly. He would have left faster. He would have died been, on the spot. You know, look, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to answer it for you. Thank um, you, sir. If that's, if that's, no, yeah, we, yeah. we'd prefer that, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well the, the breakfast, uh, the big breakfast, is, for me, is porridge. Ah, the oat-based boys. The, the oat-based, <laughs> exactly, of the oat-based kind. And uh, I put berries in there, so blueberries, raspberries, uh, banana, chuck a banana in there, uh, get a mixed handful of nuts in there, the raw kind, bit of honey, uh, pop it in the microwave, and yeah. Sounds good. Berries. It sounds very good. That's that's an extra that's joke. A really good joke. <laughs> Damn it, Griddle's still getting me. Uh, fun fact though, bananas are actually a berry. So there you go. You've got more berries in there than you knew before. Although being a memory expert, I assume you probably knew that. Yeah, very nice. I'm, Aye. I'm, I'm pretty sure a banana is actually a legume. You're a legume. <laughs> I can see way too much of your legumes over there, Brent. Uh, um, it's very good. Very <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Please steer us off this body. <laughs> it's a very you. basic instinct. <laughs> 
Are we done? Are we finished? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on the show. It's been very good having you here. We've definitely learned a lot. Um, we'll go to a song now. This one's called uh, The Light by Jordan Reckie. Sin 90.7, all day breakfast. We're burning your toast on the all day breakfast. Sin 90.7. That was Jordan Reiki with The Light. You're on Sin 90.7 on the all day breakfast. Uh, we're still here with Tanzil Ali. He's still in the studio with us. Now, Tanzil, how can our listeners find you? You're on social media? Um, yeah, I'm on social media. I got rid of it a while ago, but I'm back on again. Um, yeah, it's just Tansel Ali. Uh, that's my name. Um, they, you know, even if they type Tinsel Ali, will probably say, did you mean Tansel Ali? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure if they Google my name, they'll be able to find me. That's definitely something you should consider for merch, like future merch. Just Tinsel with your face, like at the end of each bit. <laughs> Look, I think you're onto something there. Tinsel Ali, for your Christmas tree this year. <laughs> We're not supposed to advertise here, but I guess it's a theoretical product. So. It's basically an invention. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I didn't realise that segment still existed. Yeah, well, don't forget anything here. <laughs> <laughs> so how can our listeners uh, support the initiative that is the Australian Memory Championships? Look, they're, they're free to pop down, um, I guess, and have a look and... Uh, that they could see what's going on. I mean, it's funny because you think, well, memory competition, you know, is it really a spectator sport? <laughs> you know, all these nerdy people trying to memorise <laughs> stuff. But it's actually not like that. There's people, you know, sometimes walking off the street saying, oh, I'll enter this thing, and they end up winning them. <laughs> so, you know, um, they, they can come in, have a chat to people, uh, even talk about well, how they can learn better, you know, because that, that's, that's what I got out of going to these competitions. It's not just about memory, but you, you meet people that can really help you. And that, that's what I find the benefit is. So they, they can pop down. Uh, we'll be most likely in um, 700 Burke Street, so in the NAB building there. Um, there's a nice little venue there. So we're looking at sort of getting that uh, somehow sponsored. And um, yeah, that's where our conference is as well. And, uh, yeah, people are welcome to come past. So 700 Burke Street. What's the date again there? 25, 26 November. 25th, 26th of November, 700 Burke Street, the Australian Memory Championships. Tinsalali, merch, merch major of Tinsalali. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We'll keep you around till the end of the show, if that's okay, and we'll chat to you just at the end. Cool. But, uh, Josh, I think you've got a little surprise for us right now, don't you, my friend? Yes, uh, we've had one expert in studio, and it's time for another expert to join us on the line. He is the, Australia's foremost dispensary of knowledge, wisdom, and Sharon's. It's Collingwood midfielder, Dr. Josh Smith. He's back. Hey guys, how are you going? Yeah, really good, really good. Thanks, mate. So, you're in your spare time, you do a little ditty for Collingwood FC, but it's the off-season now, and the rest of your time is now spread researching facts for Australia's most informative radio segment at the University of Knowledge, I believe. So, for everyone who isn't aware of your academic credentials, what's your area of specialty again? Well, as you said, it's, uh, I've got a lot of spare time on my hands the last couple of weeks. And, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, being being the season finale today, I thought it would be rude of me not to um, unpack, I guess, my version of the worst season finales of all time. So, uh, <laughs> with my research, I can announce exclusively to the all-day breakfast that number three uh, is a TV show, Dexter. It's personally um, not... I guess a, a show I would watch, but I've got a couple of mates of mine who are on the set and they were not very pleased with how it went down. So, um, Dexter at number three, I'll just quickly rattle off two and one. So, number two was uh, Australia's own home and away, just year after year, just breaking hearts of the young adolescents. 
of our society. And number one, how I met your mother. Uh, need I say more, just uh, a, a very interesting ending there. <laughs> I love that you've got a very interesting ending, even though it's the number one worst ending of all time, in your opinion. <laughs> well, maybe interesting wasn't the way I should have put it, but uh, I was very disappointed with it. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, thank, thank you so much, Dr. Just. Uh, now, while you're here to exclusively unpack the recent discoveries in molecular science for the all-day breakfast, uh, we hear that researchers at the University of California have made robots that can transport DNA with virtual hands and feet. Can you tell us, what does this mean for the evolution of the human race? Yes, uh, I'm just quickly skimming through some notes. Clearly, I've had a lot of time on my hands, so just give me one sec. Uh, yeah, I've just gotten off the Dexter homepage. So, uh, <laughs> simply... Simply that means is uh, we should really just pack up our bags and, and go home as a species. We're done. Um, science has got the better of us. Um, <laughs> robots are coming, guys, and um, find some shelter ASAP. I can't help you here. <laughs> I can't help but feel that at the season's ending, you've given up on your science roots and you've just gone naysayer. <laughs> I'm already in my shelter. Yes. <laughs> Have you been stocking up on canned goods? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now, Dr. Josh, the germline editing world is abuzz at the moment with the discovery that a genetic pair of scissors can snip away the gene that causes heart failure in new embryos. Please, share with us, how do they do that? Well, uh, my good friends at the Oregon Health and Science University use uh, the enzyme known as the CRISPR. Um, <laughs> And they've plugged it into a new embryo and got rid of this trouble, troublesome heart disease, um, which is an amazing discovery. And I guess it's, uh, I guess it's opened up a new, do- a new doorway for designer babies in the future. So um, when I was at this conference last week, um, they showed me some of their new developments. I was only one of a few to get uh, a little look at this. But um, one project that I was particularly interested in was where they modified an embryo to have a, uh, a tattoo-friendly skin. So if this embryo uh, gets tattoos later in life and uh, simply aren't happy with them, they can just wipe them off. So uh, that's saving uh, thousands of tattoo, thousands of fees and tattoo removal fees uh, and something I will pass on to a couple of my teammates down the club. That <laughs> you heard it here first. First Louis Vuitton designer babies, now we've got whiteboard babies. <laughs> so to the circadian biology world now, of course. And there's been a massive breakthrough with scientists at the National Institute of General Medical Science discovering a genetic process that alters our body clocks. Talk us through this molecular process uh, behind the discovery. Uh, well, it's a ripple question, so uh, I'll, I'll try and explain it pretty slowly. So, again, um, some colleagues of mine at the uh, NIGMS have found there's a coding variation in the core of the uh, circadian clock gene, uh, the CRY1. And that gene creates a transcriptional inhibitor and is good friends with the activator protein's clock and BMAL1, that controls your body clock. I know this might sound like dribble, but if you Google them, trust me, they'll be there. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that all this really means is they've discovered a way you can tune your body clock like you would a 1997 VN Commodore. So all I've really done is just stuck a nice 
genetic exhaust and sound system to your body clock to make it better. So very simple. Very, very simple. <laughs> Thank you so much for telling us the best way to soup up our bodies, biologically speaking. Uh, hopefully by the start of next season, everything looks a little bit more hopeful and you can come out of your bunker. But once again, we thank can, you. We can only hope. We can only hope. Thanks, guys, for a good season. Thank you. Thank you for the best season we could have there, Dr. Josh. Until then, you're on Sin 90.7. We're going to go to a new track here, Dakota by Stereophonics. Have a great night. Machine gun fellatio there with Not Afraid of Romance. Haven't heard that since about 2003. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the All Day Breakfast, Sin 90.7. It's Throwback Wednesday here on the All Day Breakfast. Way back Wednesday. There you go. And we're doing it in a dress, aren't we? We are. For one girl, you can go donate at doingitinadress.com. Hopefully we'll get our own fundraising page set up by the end of the week, but no promises. It took took the better part of this entire season for us to get an Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag on brand. Uh, what What is our Instagram link? It's uh, inst- it's at All Day Breakfast Sin. All Day Breakfast Sin. There you go. Very uh, catchy. <laughs> jump on, follow us, because uh, we're going to have a bunch of photos go up, us in dresses, etc., etc. Uh, Lots of exclusive content. Uh, some of our uh, some of our Brady in the Field guests. I've got photos of those guys going up, so mm-hmm. that'll be great. Yep. We've also got plenty of stuff on our Twitter as well. We also do little 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 ditties, little best bits of the show. Yeah, the, the podcast you can grab every day. The All Day Breakfast reheated. Exactly. If you're not listening right now. You can bloody reheat it when you want. And if you're it's not a good advertisement because if you're not listening right now, you can't know not to listen right now. <laughs> this is getting a little inception. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we've we've got. If you haven't seen on our socials, uh, the most beautiful, glorious thing in the world, the all day breakfast mug is now available. Uh, it is a meditative relaxing, transcendent experience. I don't know if we say now available. They exist, but you can't have them just yet. <laughs> Coming into our next season, though, we have a whole bunch of stuff that you can grab, including that mug. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know how we're going to do it. Honestly, like, we haven't sat down and workshopped. Like, what do we do? It's just how really do, we, like, do, do we just go on the street and be like, hey... We're here. We're not street vendors, and also I'm pretty sure that's illegal. What we'll do is we'll run our sales out of our social medias. If you want to grab a all-day breakfast mug, we'll work out a good price for you. Uh, just the code word for a good price is Brent. <laughs> just type that bad boy in. Uh, we'll do mates rates. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, we'll work it out. You guys can have a great mug. A good way to start your all-day breakfast with an all-day breakfast mug. But that's not all we have for the next season. This is the wrap of our first season. Uh, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. Done some stuff, haven't we? Oh, we've done heaps. Mm-hmm. What, what did we, we talk to Greta Colleen? Medigliana. We talked to Greg Fleet. And we've also got our parents to review our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, no. That's a major we, achievement, I think. I don't think. <laughs> major achievement. I don't think we need to do it. I think. Uh, I think we do. We do. Uh, Josh and I, we did it last week. We yeah. took one for the team. I'd like to point out really quickly as well your mum put four stars on our thing, our only not five star <laughs> oh, review. Uh, <laughs> she She's in Melbourne on Monday. I'll, I'll talk to her about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sort it out. Always, always your harshest critic, is she? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she said specifically, it was good. It's just not great. <laughs> I come from a perfectionist environment. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> but you, so late last week, Denise, yeah, Brent's mum. Old mum. She hit us up while we are on air, and Josh and I didn't see it. And Bonnie, you have her review. Brenny boy, it's time for you to get roasted, mate. In the form of a review. Yeah. This is your mum yep. talking about you. 
When Brent was seven months old, he would reach out of his pram to get the attention of ladies going past. <laughs> and they would look at him and tell, them, tell him how cute he was and his little hat and his little sunnies. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds correct. <laughs> it made shopping days... Uh, run really long. Nowadays, he f- he sorry. Nowadays, he has found a more efficient way to garner the attention. Way to go, Brent! Way to go, Brent! <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. I've been a monster since birth. Uh... <laughs> Shout out to, D- to Denise. Thanks, Mum. You tried real hard to make me good, and I ended up like this. So. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of that, anyway, we do have so much coming up the next season. Just a little tidbit of tasters. Uh, these are all the things you have to look forward to. Are they going to happen? Who knows? Stay definitely. tuned. All, all of them right. are definitely going to happen. All right. We've got the Josh World Record. We're going to get the most Joshes into one place. We've already got two on the show permanently. <laughs> we Let's see how many we can do. All of the Joshes we can possibly get. So if your name's Josh, get ready to get in contact with us. We're going to need all the Joshes we can get. No <laughs> Joshin. And if you want to change your name via deed poll to participate, that's fine with us. We just won't be covering the cost. I think maybe we all should change our name to Josh for the show. <laughs> You're on the all-day breakfast with Josh, Josh, Josh and Josh, and later we'll talk to Josh and Josh. Uh, we talk to Tyson Butler, the Firebox Game CEO. We uh, speak with Flex Mommy, our biggest social media uh, follower. and She's retired more than you have. <laughs> I don't know how she's done it. She's great. Uh, so can't wait to do that. We're going to play Kabaddi. Uh, oh. oh, whatever. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to have our young Josh uh, do his first ever stand-up gig. We're going to train him up over the process of the season until he's ready to do his first type five. Jeez. Speaking of ways to garner attention, <laughs> you really got that one down. Yeah, look, it was always going to happen. Um, and I'm going to bomb harder than uh, the end of this analogy. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was so worried where that was going. <laughs> uh, can I... Uh, we get our merch, we get our all-day breakfast mugs, and we do a show in a cafe for the first time all-day breakfast goes to all-day breakfast. Right. That and more. It's been a pleasure, guys. Bonnie, thank you for coming in while I was away. You, are, are you coming back next week, yeah. next season? Let's do it, Bonnie. Yes! That's a great signing you've made, Eli. You really... I like that you the asked the question. We all decided before you came back that we wanted it more than you. <laughs> But the question is whether Eli would be allowed to return. But yeah. you, know, you do a lot back there, and we really appreciate. Yeah, it. you do good. You do good, buddy. Thanks, fam. You know what else we're going to do next season? What's that? Oh, a lot of awkward silences. Apparently, that's what we've got next yeah. season. Stay tuned. Hang on, Oxcord. That's that's the thing that I've got to do. Ready? So I'll ask the question again. Like yeah. it never happened. Go, All right. Go again. That, that was a tape rewind. So what are we going to do next season? For the all-day breakfast. Oh. No. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it acoustic. I think for the next season, what we're gonna do is we're gonna stay, stay true, true to yourselves. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sid ninety point seven. This week, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Bebo, and be sure to catch us here on Sid ninety point seven for the all-day breakfast.